You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. And welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and I am your host this morning for Real Presence Live. We're broadcasting from the Mustard Seed here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. It's a beautiful day. It's also graduation season, and my daughter is one of them. So I have been quite busy um, enjoying taking this break with all of you and uh, interesting guests on already this morning. We were talking about the Grasshopper Chapel. So if you've missed any of that interview of the Grasshopper Chapel, you can always check out our podcast later today or tomorrow on realpresenceradio.com, or you can download our free app or pick it up in any app store that you're, or not app store, they call them podcasts. I'm looking at Sammy because she's young. <laughs> she's my next guest. <laughs> Sammy Murtha, thank you for joining me. Thank you for having me to, this yeah. morning, Heather. I never know what to say because people listen to bo- podcasts, and I'm showing my age now. <laughs> I just barely 30, folks. No, just kidding. But um, so, like, the platforms of whatever podcasts you listen to, you know, that's what I'm trying to get across. We're on those. <laughs> We're on those. Check us out. So, Sammy, thanks for joining me today. Yeah, I'm excited to be on here this morning. So I think it's really hilarious that your email is called intern. <laughs> I am an intern. So. I don't even get a name. I'm just intern. You're just the intern. It's like a revolving door. And then I did, and then we just met another intern. And I'm like, oh, I didn't even know that. But um, anyway, so tell me what it is you do as an intern. Absolutely. So for this summer, I am the... Um, youth intern for the Discipleship and Evangelization Office. And so in that role, um, in the past we had had the Totus Tuus program, but now mm-hmm. we are implementing the Lumen Christi program. And my role in that is that I'm kind of overseeing and organizing things. Uh, our missionaries start training on Friday, which is really exciting. Oh, wow. So if you can just imagine, we have been um, getting everything ready to roll. It's been a very busy been couple busy of weeks. Too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm very excited to get to meet all of our missionaries and prepare them for the summer. So tell me a little bit about who you are. Where are you from? Absolutely. Um, so I am from Dimmick, South Dakota. I graduated. Ah. From Parkston South or Parkston High School, sure. And then I actually did uh, three years at the University of South Dakota, um, studying communication sciences and disorders. Oh, do you need a job? <laughs> <laughs> I know that everyone <laughs> everyone needs a speech therapist. I gotta go to go to go to grad school if I want to do that. Course. <laughs> That's funny. So you're taking the summer to help out uh, with the diocesan office of pr- youth. I mean, it, they don't call it youth anymore, but that's you're working with Eric Gallagher, yes, right? Working under Eric Gallagher. Okay, so in the past, um, in the Sioux Falls diocese, we were used to hearing the word "totus tuus." I mean, that was just the summer program. Mm-hmm. So, is "totus tuus" exist anymore? So Totus Tuus is kind of a general program that was started in Wichita, Kansas, and it was a program that the Sioux Falls Diocese took on in the past. I think we started in 2004. Mm -hmm. Um, And the basis of what Totus Tuus was, was you had missionaries come in and they would lead kind of a, a day program during the day for a week in a parish and a night program for high schoolers. And then we would have our Totus Tuus missionaries help out 
um, with discipleship camps in the summer um, and do and we've had them do different events confirmation retreats things like that uh, told us to a special needs in the past um, but that program although it was really great to have in our diocese um, I participated in it for three summers it was it's been a joy of my life um, the goal kind of as um, we implement these new visions of our um, new bishop Bishop DeGrude uh, is to kind of have that lifelong discipleship. Mm-hmm. And although Totus Tuus is a beautiful program that still exists all over the um, U.S., mm-hmm. um, it's kind of hard when the missionaries only come in for a week and then we leave. And the goal of the new Lumen Christi program would be that um, parishes are given more so that that relationship and that growth of the Lord can happen more than just within a week oh. of missionaries coming to your parish. So then they get used to going to their parish for those resources. Absolutely. Yeah. Perfect. So what age group are we talking about with Totus Tuus? So Totus Tuus um, in Tulum and Christi is the same um, same age group that we had in Totus Tuus in the past. We have first through sixth grade do kind of a day program type thing. Um, and then our older kids, our seventh through twelfth graders, have the opportunity for youth nights. But then the extension of that is that Lumen Christie is also going to invite families in for the option mm. of family nights. Interesting. Um, yeah. So at all ages is the truth. All ages. Everyone in the parish is welcome. That's really awesome. That's really awesome. So let's shift gears and forget totus to us for now <laughs> um and talk about lumen christi what is it what's the format of lumen christi look like and is it different for the different ages so i'll let you just talk because i've got a million questions <laughs> and you're probably Absolutely. gonna answer them <laughs> it's all right everyone's got questions i i just had a phone call this morning with someone asking me they're like what's happening this yeah, summer what so is this um i'm very excited to share i will share all as much as i know um, it's definitely a new program where we're putting things together, um, and it's very exciting, but as all new things have to be, they, they've got bugs to work out. Right. So I'm sure this summer we'll see things where we're like, all Absolutely. right, not next year. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, but we kind of, the, the goal is to have a shorter day program in the past. Um, we had a day program that went, um, for eight hours during the day or seven hours during the day. And then we, um, the missionaries would have a short amount of time in the afternoon and then they'd have a night program. Wow. That's um, a long day. <laughs> it's a very long day. Wow. Um, we had very, very tired missionaries. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so the goal is to have a shorter day program for our younger kids. That would be about four hours. And that would include having, hopefully having daily mass and, um, instead of that having in the past, it was a very structured program of like the students arrive at this time and then we have this thing, this thing, mass is set at this time. Um, and there was a little bit of a communication with the parish. Instead, the goal is going to be that we have options that can be used. We have curriculum, we have prayer activities, we have teachings about the mass, we have um, the mysteries of the rosaries that we're going to be teaching. We'll be teaching the joyful mysteries this summer. Um, so they have the supplies and the things to do, games and different things. Um, and then they'll communicate with the parish of the parish saying, this is what we know that our parish would really, really like or really want. And then this is what we can implement with our students. And then they kind of build that schedule so it fits the parish. Instead of just having... Instead of just having a, you know, a thing that comes in and goes, that, that you're working with that parish staff and the priests, the DRE, and talking to them of how you know your parish better than we do. What right. do your students want? What would they look forward to in crafts yeah. and things like that? Because um, even just here in Sioux Falls, they're so different. The parishes are so different. Oh, yeah. And you look at, and I'm a Christ the King um, parishioner, and so you look at Christ the King and then you compare it to, let's say, St. Lambert's, which I know has a youth 
Bible study, you know, and I don't even know, you know, it's, and I know that a lot of our youth go there, mm-hmm. you know, for Bible study. And so it, it it's just very interesting, um, the dynamics of each parish. So that's exciting. That's really exciting. How are the priests and DREs responding to this? Um, so in our communication, there's obviously a little bit of fears because it's a lot easier to just have a program that comes in and does everything. Yeah. Um, and everyone can understand that. So there is, um, there is a responsibility, um, in that communication between the parishes and the priests. And it just takes a little bit to get off the ground. It's different. It's something that's never been done before in our diocese. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you have priests that have done totus tuus in their parish every year for 20 years. And they've, you know, they celebrate the sacraments for the team and they're wonderful and they They do great things. They know what to expect. And here you have a new thing coming in. And that's, that's a hard thing. The first thing they say is I don't have time for that. (laughs) (laughs) Which are, are wonderful priests. They are very busy and they've got, a lot to do so it is definitely understanding why the response yeah. would be that so then are you guys traveling at all how does that look absolutely so we will have a collection of teams um five teams this summer and they will have teams that will kind of move around week to week similarly um to what we've done in the past and then the goal is kind of in our larger population areas to have a team that hangs out in that area they still travel from parish to parish um, like they do um, in the past, but they'll stay in the Sioux Falls area hmm. for the remainder of the summer, hitting the Sioux Falls parishes and surrounding parishes. Um, and then similar up in the Aberdeen area with larger populations, we'll have a team that kind of rotates around that northern area of the diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, as usual, we'll have to, um, teams that jump from week to week to different locations. And the and the desire for that kind of those localizing some of the teams um, is that they can kind of form the goal with the older kids, which we haven't quite got into this yet, but the goal yeah. with the older kids is that they have, they have the opportunity to take place in Bible studies or um, where they kind of can meet with the missionary regularly. So if you have missionaries that stay in one location yeah. Um, yeah. for a whole summer, then they can, there's a possibility for um, students to be in a Bible study that meets in person for 10 weeks, which that would, be would be a amazing. greater, yeah, a, incredible opportunity compared to yeah. only getting to see them for a couple days. Well, cause the net team was here traveling around and it was funny because wherever I was, I traveled to with the radio. And so I was in Mitchell and I saw him in Mitchell and then I was up in Ipswich and I saw him <laughs> in Ipswich. And then I was down at the diocesan building and I saw him there and then they came in here to the mustard seat. And so it was just like, I was, I felt like I was lucky and fortunate to get to know them because not only did I interview him on the radio, but I followed them around and was a stalker. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so and so I really got to know the net team this year and it was just so beautiful. And then when they left, I was like, Oh, this is so sad. <laughs> you know, because you do develop a friendship and a relationship with these people. So that's really exciting to hear that uh the young adults will have an opportunity to really get to know these people and have be have good solid witnesses. Um, for a long extended period of time. That's exciting. But, okay, so if you're just joining us, I'm talking with Sam, Sammy Murtha from um, the Sioux Falls Diocese. We're talking about Lumen Christi Missionary Group. Um, kind of what is going on this summer? What can we expect? Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to have more with Sammy, and we're going to talk more about what to expect with this program. And then I want to ask her a little bit about some of the other programs that we have going on and if they're full 
Like all Sioux Falls folks know what I'm talking about. <laughs> so we'll see if D camp is full when we come back, folks. Stick with us. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, the Director of Advancements for Real Presence Radio with today's Plan Giving Minute. Philanthropy is an expression of your generosity with the understanding that your gift to the church will make a difference. There are many ways in which you can make a gift to further God's work. Most of us are familiar with cash gifts we give regularly to Real Presence Radio. However, another way of contributing is through plan giving, which may allow you to give more than you've ever dreamed possible. The goal of plan giving is to help you plan your estate and charitable giving in a way that benefits you, your family, and our mission. There are several ways you can make these plan gifts and enjoy tax and income benefits. For more information, please visit our plan giving website at rprlegacy.org or call me at 701-290-4503. Let's get started. SJ Machine, proudly named after and dedicated to St. Joseph, provides quality machining and induction heat treating to a variety of industries. Just as St. Joseph worked diligently to meet his family's needs, SJ Machine strives to understand and meet your production needs. Prototype to production, working together towards success. SJ Machine can be reached at 701-347-0155 and are a proud supporter of the Real Presence Radio Network. The Mustard Seed Catholic Store is South Dakota's place to purchase Catholic books, gifts, and decor. With locations in Rapid City and Sioux Falls, we are here to provide you with gifts for the Catholic occasions in your life. From baptism to First Communion, confirmation to weddings, and ordinations, we pride ourselves in having local artists share their creative talents, making rosaries, crucifixes, artwork, coffee, and books. We are located in Rapid City on Main Street in the new Diocesan Building or in Sioux Falls on Grange Avenue across from Costco. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. I am Heather Caro, and I am your host today for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining me. Thank you for letting me into your homes, cars, workplace, workout centers. I don't know. Wherever you might be, thank you for listening. We're talking with Sammy Murtha today from um, the Diocese of Sioux Falls, and we're talking about some of the summer youth programs going on here for um, Eastern South Dakota. And it's called Lumen Christi is what we've been talking about. And we were starting to talk about the high school age. And so you had said something about a Bible study. What's that? Absolutely. So the... So last summer when things were kind of wild with COVID and wonky, things, yeah. wonky for sure, <laughs> um, we did have missionaries and they, they were in parishes for a month long at a time and they ran Bible studies for their students. Um, and so we saw the fruit of that last summer of how much uh, good it did that students got to meet with missionaries twice a week, three times a week and go over a curriculum, a Bible study of sorts, a book study. And mm-hmm. the net missionaries did book studies this last year and met with kids, did Bible studies, mentorships. And we're just seeing um, 
so much more fruit from having a relationship with someone and growing in that compared to just having a fun group of kids that come in for a couple of days and then leave. There's, there's something really valuable about that relationship. And I mm-hmm. mean, if you think about Christ and the way that he walked with his disciples, that relationship and the discipleship was, you know, constant. The, was constant. And it was the fruit of what that, mm. um, what his mission was. So See, do you think it was like a blessing in disguise? Do you think you guys would have done it that way? I know you can't speak for Eric, or, <laughs> you know, the whole department or anything, but do you think without the pandemic, you guys would have figured that out or not? You I know what I mean. No, it's it's completely valid. We've we've talked about it and we've talked about how last summer was such a such a strange opportunity where because most things were canceled um, and we were here going to do some online Bible studies, different things. Um, it was such a different concept um, that no one was expecting us to do anything. So we there was such a, a free space to kind of run with it. And I mm-hmm. mean, we all know the the work of Eric Gallagher in our diocese and that department. Um, they are very creative. And when they're given a space and they trust in what the spirit is doing, it can be beautiful. Yeah. Um, and that's really what happened last summer. And I think... I remember in my, I've been a part of the Totus Tuus and Lumen Christi programs and part, working with the DNE department for the past four years. And I remember my first year talking about desiring more for this program. Yeah. And I remember having conversations of like, wouldn't it be cool if missionaries could stay in one place for a summer instead of moving around? And I remember thinking like, oh, well, I don't know if we'll ever get there, you know? Right. So it was, um, right. Cause there's so much need. Yes, absolutely. You know? And especially I'm from a small parish, you know, Dimmick, um, St. Peter and Paul and Dimmick is a, a, a beautiful beautiful church, but a very small parish. And Mm -hmm. so we didn't have a lot of opportunities. You know, I grew up driving. My mom probably went crazy. I drove to (laughs) Sioux Falls every other weekend to go hang out with my friends. I met at D camp and stuff um, because that's where the youth event things were happening was in Sioux Falls. So I definitely have a love always for our smaller parishes and reaching out to them and creating opportunities because that's where, that's where my faith life started. Um, And many of our listeners probably come from small towns and they understand that reality. They get it. (sighs) So what are these, what are these uh, Bible studies going to look like for the parishes that will be having them? Absolutely. So the curriculum that the missionaries will be teaching um, across the board is they'll be getting an extensive understanding of, um, creation but specifically the um genesis hmm. and kind of father andy thuringer is the priest that will be teaching oh, them and he's, he's so boring <laughs> oh no yeah I'm, oh yeah so, such a boring man he's like yeah i've never heard that before <laughs> so he we're joking he's a very very intelligent man he's who a has, theater man yes, I mean, if that says anything that's true sitting in his class classes in the past for training i i'm just struck and alive no one can teach scripture like that man does um i want to (laughs) come so he is very very excited i actually got a brief um call with him the other day and we were just talking about he was just getting so excited about the opportunity to share this so he's very passionate and um but basically he really dives into what is you know not just like oh we're just reading genesis he's explaining how this connects to everything that's been happening in scripture and he connects it to the old testament the new testament and what's happening in what jesus is doing in the gospels and he explains kind of that wholeness of what scripture is and it's not and looking at it from a much deeper view than just reading it at first level or talking about you know we all know the creation story it's kind of easy to be like oh yeah we all know that right these things you know um but he explained we'll teach the missionaries in a much greater depth that they can then they can take that and they implement it in a way that they can use it in a Bible study with students, create questions to ask and kind of talk about that realities. And if you think about 
reality of the fall and the struggle um, that we all enter into with original sin and then this mm-hmm. concupiscence towards sin, right? We all, as young people, missionaries to high school students, it's wonderful to share and talk about the struggles in life, yeah, right? right. I, I think in my Bible studies, that could have been the topic every single week and we would have never had to change because we all just want somebody to acknowledge like things are hard sometimes and it's, yeah. it's a struggle and, you know, it's often easy to feel like, oh, like... I'm not good enough to have that relationship with God because I have Mm. my struggles, but really that invitation into know, like you are deeply loved and that relationship with the missionaries really helps you recognize that, you know, because you have this person who's going to sit with you every single day and says like, no, I, I love you because you are good and God created you. And I think that's, that's what our youth need. That's what our missionaries need. And that's what the people of our diocese need. Preach. Amen. Well, and I'm so excited. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to Sammy Murtha from the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Uh, we're talking about a youth program that will be starting up here in eastern South Dakota called Lumen Christi. Um, really excited about the things that you guys are doing. And I think back to, I went to Catholic High School in Rapid City, STM. <laughs> Go Cavaliers. But um, I had a teacher, uh, Dr. Tim Gray was actually my religion teacher. And I remember, I don't know if sophomore, junior year, but I just remember him because we went through Genesis and Exodus. And so I think it's funny that you're talking about this because it's like I, in that class, learned that there's so much more to the Bible than I thought. Mm-hmm. And I think that there are moments in life when that just becomes so foundational of who you are and as a person, a Catholic person, to realize that there is so much depth and beauty to what we believe in, um, that I think that just opens up such a huge world and a deep devotion to our faith, um, that I'm so excited that you guys are doing this because it's, it is, it's taking it from a boring, sorry, (laughs) sorry, everyone. Uh, they're taking it from a, a, uh, you know, simple Bible verse. I'm trying to be politically correct. It's not working. And and really just giving it life. Mm-hmm. And that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. So we only have a few minutes left, but um, I'm just really excited about it. So are you guys, so two of them are going to be here and then you're traveling. Is your summer full? Can people still get in on this or how does that look? So right now our summer is, um, we are jam packed on teams. Um, but in the possibility that we could, um, that's really together. exciting. <laughs> yes, we it? are very full. You're full. Uh, I love it. I love it. That is so exciting. Yes. But I say in the works of the DNE department and the works of the spirit, you never know. Sometimes opportunities present it. Um, you have other college students that want to take part. And we have brought in missionaries the week after training before. We've brought wow. in missionaries in the middle of training, one day before rich training. So there has been times where college students, they get a movement from the Lord and they mm-hmm. they show up at <laughs> outside Eric's office and they say, I desire to take part in what's happening. So I I say that this is what we have right now, but there's definitely possibility for something more as the summer progresses. And what on. have you been hearing from the pastors and and religious educators at these parishes in these small towns? What have they been saying? Um, from what I've heard, uh, <laughs> I don't get a lot do. That's one of the things I miss being an oh. intern. I don't get to do a lot of conversations with the parishes Darn. and things. Um, but from what I've heard and things is that 
there with new things, there's a, a struggle and a fear with change, but there's an excitement. Um, and I think they're that's... begging you to come, aren't they? <laughs> uh, people desire desire their missionaries, but wow. we're we're used to totus tuus, so we really got to show up this summer. Yeah, they'll be fine. <laughs> they'll be fine now that we've chatted about it all as well. <laughs> so then, a missionary comes for a week. Um, what is left with the parish, you know, to continue? this and to keep it within the parish how does that part look absolutely so that system of kind of having them help put together the schedule for all ages and for the whole community it kind of sets up so that the parishes can have resources to turn to of like okay we want to plan a youth night what does a youth night look like well then Mm. they have like these are options for what a youth night could look like and then oh you have a space of like a game should be here well we can go look on a website of what is a list of games that we can use so that's kind of us interns right now we've been pulling together this kind of mastermind of a system how do we make it so parishes can have a system where they look and they say this is what we need and this is what we can implement wow Um, that's amazing (laughs) that is really amazing my mom was uh dre out at cathedral in rapid and so i know how much time and effort these dres are putting into activities within their parish and to have a resource like that that's local mm-hmm. is amazing. Wow. Good work. Absolutely. Good work. So we are coming to the end. And before we come to the end of our interview, I had to ask about D-Camp because that is super, super popular here in eastern South Dakota. Is D-Camp full? Our high school D-Camp is full this it year. Always and it, fills it's up. always fills it up. It so always quick. does. <laughs> I try to tell kids, I'm like, get <laughs> signed up as soon as possible right? if you desire to be there. It's loved. Um, so yeah. D camp is full, but our junior high D camp still has spots left. Ooh. So if you have junior high students that would be interested, D camp is a place um, that's really just set up for the campers um, get to come in, play games. They have like Olympic style activities and small groups, and there's talks and a very a normal setup of a summer camp, but yeah. opportunity to encounter the sacraments, mass, and adoration. And it's at Broomtree. And it's at Broomtree, which is beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. I love it. I love it. Well, Sammy, thanks for joining me today. It was a pleasure to get to meet you. Absolutely. It was wonderful to be here. Thank you. And all of our listeners be praying for Lumen Christi and the D camps and all of the missionaries in our eastern South Dakota area. Um, sfcatholic.org to find out more information? Yes, sfcatholic.org slash Lumen Christi. You can All find right. more information. Perfect. We're going to go with a quick break and we come back. Father Boniface Hicks, we'll be right back. 